video games are the latest craze to sweep the country and most of the world, too. Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Defenders, and Asteroids. Finish him. I'll be back. He's alive! He's alive! Are you afraid of God? No, I'm afraid of the hungry gamer. Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 31st episode of the Hungry Gamers Podcast. We are powered by Audio Technica and 8bit.net. I'm not so humble host, Brendan White. Find me everywhere at Brendan 8bit. As usual, I'm joined by my two partners in crime, Reese at Fried Reese Kirby, Sam at 8-Bit Sam Abraham. How are you going tonight, my brothers? Hello. It's Monday night, guys. It is good. We're I'm, mixing things up. I'm doing yeah. well, Brendan, and I'll speak for Reese because I can. He's doing well as well. Yeah. Is that uh, correct, Reese? Uh, yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. Sorry to take that liberty away from you. I'm all right. Why? What do you mean? I don't know. I just uh, <laughs> speak on behalf of everyone tonight. Brendan's doing well as well, everybody. I'm doing a lot better now. I was had a shit of a day. But Sam's um, had two beers. I've had two beers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's anyone's. <laughs> I don't know about that. No. It's, no. It's, it's all in good fun. Yeah. It is all in good fun. It's having, having a good time. Hey, first day off the week is done. Yeah. Monday's it, over. The Monday is over. I'll tell you what. When you're working, you get to Monday recess Everything's downhill from there. Do you call your first break recess? It's always going to be recess. All right, mom. What, Buddy. What would you call it? Take my 15. Your 15? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> take, take my 15 and then I'll what take a... What is this, a, Guantanamo Bay? And then I'll take a half <laughs> and then I'll go and have another 15 later in the day. Oh. Taking a 15, boss. Taking a 15. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, it's, uh, I think it's our first... Ever, oh, apart from Friday night, we did once. We're usually always Saturdays. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the Friday nights, never again. Yeah. Friday nights is for fun. Never again? Yeah. I, I had fun. I think it was a particularly fun one that we did that one Friday night. Or, mm. You know, that we did you were it. the one that hated it the most. Yeah, because <laughs> it's Friday night. I want to be out doing shit. But looking at it now, you can see the positives in it. Yeah, I'm not saying I'll do it again. He's had two beers. Two beers. Positives in anything. Two ales. I'm pretty sure I had more than two beers that night. There's we a all chance. Did. There's, yeah. a, there's no, a strong chance. Yeah. So, so boys, tell me, what have you been doing? And more so, did you get up to anything exciting on the weekend? I can ask that now. Well, it's Father's Day. It was Father's Day. Yeah. Happy Father's Day. To yeah. Yeah. Another, it's another Father's Day that there. I haven't had mm. to celebrate, which mm. is always a good thing. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Personally, I'm saying. But to my dad, yeah, happy Father's Day. And we had a lovely dinner. Nice. Which is good. What did you do with your old man? Um, nothing. nothing. <laughs> so look at your my face my old man lives three and a half hours away, so I tried to call him in the morning. Son of a bitch didn't answer my call, so I left him a very endearing voicemail. And you were like, that's it. And then he called me back, but I was out and my phone was like at home, so I missed the call. Called him back last night. He didn't answer me again. Phone tag. So uh. I tried to call him again this morning. So at the moment, I haven't officially wished my dad a happy Father's Day. Oh boy. He knows I love him. Hopefully he's not uh you know, prepping a few bullets to to put one in me for for doing the no show on Father's a, Day. But um Yeah, wow. Did you see the Skyrider? No. Yeah, there was a Skyrider that said Happy Father's Day. I reckon whoever does that is an absolute legend. Because everyone just says I did you that. Can, you can just claim it. Mm. <laughs> dad, I might not be there right now, <laughs> but if pretty, you mm. if you look up 
But that's pretty pretty ballsy to just claim it, especially if you're claiming it at like the happy, like the hate. You're claiming it early, but it goes on to write something entirely different. It says, uh, "Hey, you motherfucker!" Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, dad. <laughs> yeah. So Father's Day is a lovely time. I also um, we took part in the very first ever live Dirty Fantasy League NFL football live draft on Saturday. Okay, so uh, this is the league. Have you Anything seen the league? About this, yeah, but I just it just all just mushed to me. Have you seen the league? Yeah, but it's basically still, the league. White noise. Yeah. So we've we've got our taco equivalent. That's Pertel. Stick it, Pertel. But um, <laughs> so all the boys the actually boy. flew in from around the country. So everyone flew in on the Saturday. We got together, did the live draft, ate a heap of food, drank a heap of beers, then just kept drinking beers, having some fun. I was pretty sore come Father's Day morning. I was very very dusty. Get not till about eleven. To make a call get, pre- though. get pretty wild, did it? It did get pretty wild. Yeah. How many? Uh, how many uh, men were there? There was eight of us. There were eight men. Eight men. Wild. Very drunk men. And one of them, old uh, Kieran. I don't know if you listen to this. I think you do because you, you hit us up on the Facebook the other day. First time he's drunk in five years. Wow. Hasn't had a. And drink. he wasted it at this thing. Yeah, and and he's a big unit. Like he's. I a, think it's a good time to get. Yeah. Get hammered. Was it? Was it a good time? It what was did a you great do? Time. How did you? Past the time. So we, I booked a private room at the DY Hotel, got it fully catered. So they were bringing in food on, on you know, the, the time stamp required. Beers were flowing. We had the live draft going. Okay. We, we had the other people in the draft that were interstate that couldn't make it. We had them on Skype. Yeah. So it was all happening. Okay, Reese, can I talk to you privately for a moment? Of course. Have you uh, had much thought about the 8-bit Christmas party yet? Uh, well, I was thinking we could... Maybe just, I don't know, you or me. Yeah, because I, I was thinking we could do that. And I was hoping that, you know, we might be able to sp- spend some time. But I'm also thinking, like, now that I'm hearing of all this shenaniganry from the Dirty Fantasy, that the 8-bit Christmas party must be pretty big. It's pretty big. It must be a pretty extravagant oh, event. Mm. We're going to open it up to both of our fans, aren't we? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> so you can fly in. If yeah. you're listening, come. Because we'd love you there. Oh, now, on, on the topic of fans, the, the YouTube channel we've been hyping the last few weeks, it's only just launched. It's finally off the ground. We dropped some, some clips over the weekend and it's gone gangbusters. We're sitting over 200 subscribers already. So we've got our own personal URL, you know, yep. forward slash we're 8-bit, great, awesome Which, news. You know, you know what's good about that is that you, when you get like a number like 10, you have to assume that one of them's your mum. Like you yeah. have to assume that your mum worked out how to use YouTube just to go on and subscribe. With 240, there's only three of us doing the podcast. Ali makes four, Dusty's five. That means that more than five, that's like five mums and then 235 other people. Yeah. Although, you know, good. knowing my mum, she would have showed people. And yeah. Like, Which is fine. All them views would but that be my mum. That can't be more than like 10. You know what I mean? This and is, that, that's, your mum's been pretty, and those, Mrs. Kirby's been pretty busy. But those views only count as one because it mirrors off the IP address. So you can't just keep consti- uh, like constantly refreshing your page to get the views up. But, uh, you but tried? See, my mum is... You were just sitting there clicking around. <laughs> my mum is ago, so <laughs> bad at computers that she probably would have figured out just randomly how to, how to do that mm-hmm. and just by accident getting all of our view counts up. Yeah. And she, that's the funny thing when, when parents try to get involved in anything technical, they always mispronounce it. Mm. They're like, oh, this is Reese's uh, UE, UE tubes. This is, this is, this, this is the, 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 the podcasts. This is a great topic. that they do. I, um, mum wanted Netflix on the weekend, so we went out and bought the Apple Netflix TV. Goes. She, she wanted, and then she asked me to give her a lesson on how to use Netflix. Yeah. Uh, so she's 
came over with like the pen and paper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Mom, cotton socks. so you just need to to get you just need a hit yeah. source and go to HDMI and just run hit source on black remote yeah. HDMI yeah. one. D- full page of notes just for like accessing Netflix. You think that's and then. Good? Well, I thought it was funny. I thought it was cute and endearing, but then she spent all of Sunday watching Gilmore Girls. Huh. And uh, that was a bit hard so to... So, my mum, Lorelai, <laughs> took it an extra Hard to understand when you've got the world at your fingertips my, to my go to the thing you watch every other anyway. sat me down and was like, right, you, you put on the, the, the netty flickos yeah. and, and I'll watch you. I bet she never yeah. calls it the netty flickos. The netty flickos, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we're sitting there and I'm doing it. And then I turn around and she's filming me. Oh. And she's like, I'm going to film you and then I'm going to mirror your actions That's later. a smart way to do it. To film. Good honour. Like, my dad yeah. just worked out how to do emojis. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's, but he's like, he's the most random emojis. You know how everyone's got like five or six go-tos? Yeah. He's like, got these, like, he'll be like, hey, son, hope you're having a killer day. Nice one. Lamp, trumpet, French flag. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What what does that what does that mean? I, I love I love trying to do conversation just with emojis. Like you just send a, send a <laughs> yeah. chain of emojis to someone, they have to work out what that means. Yeah, then they'll send it back to you. That seems like someone something I have done, done that for a long time. Once. I, we I did would for like have a day. No patience for that. Mm. Even if I could interpret it, yeah, I wouldn't reply. What so what's what's Bry's emoji of choice? Has he has he landed on one? Yeah, you know what he actually has. It's this weird one, um, and it's like a. It's like a soldier standing at attention. Or I think oh, it's a, is it like one of the English soldiers? It's the English yeah. soldier one with the tall hat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like his, his That's sign That's his go-to. Because he signs, because his name's Brian, so he signs off everything's Bri, B-R-I, and, the, and that emoji. Mm. And I'm like, mm, that's my dad, mm. you know? Go Brian. Happy yeah. Father's Day. I, I see, seem to do a lot of the thumbs up, and I do the smiley face with just the, the big sort of, Big shit-eating grin, smiley face. Like, I steer, they're my two. I steer clear of things like 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 emojis in general because I feel like they can be misinterpreted very oh, easily. Yeah. And I think like the thumbs up. Mm. The only time I'll use the thumbs up is when I'm definitely being sarcastic. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. It's so sarcastic. Yeah. It's like, hey, mate, see you at, mer- at work on Monday, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, yeah, gotcha, mate. That's it, yeah. Nice, yeah. Anyone like, out there that gets these thumbs from me, they come from the right place. There's no sarcasm. It's genuine, like, hell yeah, thumbs up. Well, when you do more than one, Hang that's loose. when you know that means like, yeah, 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 yeah. But unless okay. you're doing just one, it's like, mm. pfft, yeah. mate, yeah. go get stuffed. Mm. I watched Final Fantasy 15 Kingsclave over the weekend. Oh, how King Glaven. How did King's it go? I, I saw the, the late it's night like, rant on Twitter. It wasn't so much a rant. It well, was, uh, statement. We'll say statement. Oh, they're never good films, are they? The no. Final Fantasy films? It sucks. Um, oh, I don't know. I'll just say spoiler alert. I'm not going to try and spoil anything, but just in case I kind of venture into spoiler that territory. Alert. Spoiler alert, guys. So Square Enix did that already. Come back game, in two minutes thereabouts. That's true. Well, it's just like, it's weird because you understand that the premise for the game is that your city's been taken over, right? Yep. And that's basically what this film is. And... Um, just like the motivation behind some of the characters, particularly like there's some turncoats in the city, some some Sam Abrahams in the city that uh, are you assisting. Said it, you said it, yeah, not me. no, I know because I kind of like that, you know. Um, but there uh, there's some like turncoats in the city that help um, the you know the invaders take over, and you you sort of agree with their motivations, and it makes it fucking hard to go into this game now knowing that the city's kind of been taken over for reasons that aren't. Maybe that unreasonable by a bunch that of Abrahams. Like it, that sounds like it's part of it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, 
you kind of want to go into a game as the hero and want to back the hero 100% of the way at least. And then you go through their arc where they are challenged and they are, you know, tested and and you do see them falter. And that's when you want to kind of question their motives. Mm -hmm. You don't want to question it at the start. And that's kind of where this film's taken me. And and I've got to say, Lena Headey's character, Mm. um, Luna Freya, seems like passively and incredibly just submissive. Um, Does she give it up to in a, a really again? in like a really like wow. take taken taken ladies no back a hundred years way? Wincest. Wincest. What was that? No, no Jamie Lannister's type scenes. No, no, there's no Jamie Lannister scenes though. She does have a, a brother in the film um, who is a bit uh, weird. Um, yeah, it, look, it's you know it's not a great film. I got to say the level of devastation that this city copped makes Man of Steel. And like Batman versus Superman look like nothing. It okay. is amazing, like the level of destruction in this film. But that not, alone but is worth worrying for. Um, it's uh, if you're a Final Fantasy fan, you'll just be an apologist for the film anyway. If you're anyone else, you'll hate it. Okay. So you wouldn't recommend it? Like it's not a great film. Okay. It's really not a great film. Wow. Where, where even it- even like the battle scenes don't look necessarily that great where does it stack up to the other advent children i i no, loved advent children no. i actually really enjoyed adventure like spirits with i think uh i think advent children is great yeah because yeah. everyone has a vested interest in it anyway spirits within i think is probably no one likes it mm, yeah but no one likes it I because it. it's like 2000 and i want to say it's like 2001 maybe mm. when it came out so it's a long time ago and people you know western audiences weren't ready for it I didn't mind it. It's like it touches on some interesting concepts in like Gaia and like, you know, this the aliens and the ghosts and blah, blah. But yeah, oh, that's kind of my favorite to think about. Not necessarily to watch. Okay. Advent Children's my favorite to watch. This yeah. one's like a very solid three. And then I'm just going to say the next two or three they do are going to be somewhere in between Advent Children and <laughs> this Kingsglaive one. It's not great. It's a fair measuring no, stick. Great. And it sucked too because I'm really trying to get hyped for 15 and mm. this is really not doing any whatever Sam you're still gonna buy it and play it <laughs> yeah I know but I want to love it you know you I, I want to love it no because I, I can't I won't just love it yeah. because you know, uh, it maybe, has to maybe there's it. just too much build up now maybe you just it's gonna be shit no matter what yeah. I think it I no I this think is, it this is your still, sane anger no I would be <laughs> <laughs> I respect I, I'd like to think that I would respect the game Fred, fairly t- t- if t- it was a good game and that I would I would criticize the game for things that should be criticised and that I'm not impartial either way but uh, yeah it's not really stacking up to be the game of the year that I want it to be yeah. that's all I can say <clears throat> interesting yeah. I'm, I'm interested I, I enjoy the series I'm nowhere near the level you are with it as far as knowledge base passion so on I'm, I'll give it a go it's probably you're probably call a better me crazy. person for it call me crazy but I think you're th- crazy 13 was the catalyst I think, I think that no. was 13 was a sign of the times. I was like, that's it. It's just going downhill. It's never going to be good again. I, I oh. just think it's funny. Like it's got to the point where I find the humor in it now where this game has been in development for 10 years. They do that big hype event in LA where they book out Man's Chinese Theater or wherever the yeah. hell it was. And they come out and they hype up, you know, they did the, like the roulette wheel with the dates changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they land on the 30th um, of September. 30th of September. Change it anyway. So they have 10 freaking years to agree on this date and then two months out from that date they go you know what yeah but it's how to need another six weeks look it's it's taken a long time but at the the infancy of the project it was entirely different the story was different Mm. what they wanted to do with it was different it wasn't a full final fantasy title it was actually Mm. meant to be 
Um, just like a, a like a, a sub. It was like game. versus X two or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was called versus thirteen, and um, it was like a part of a, a little self-contained 13 universe called Fabula Nova Crystallis. There you go. That's how much I know about it. Um, and eventually they got rid of the director. They got rid of, I think as well, the initial um, story writer, uh, whatever the correct term is. And they eventually just threw a massive team behind it and said, fuck it, we'll mm. call it 15. And yeah, it's taken 10 years. Did you <laughs> see though, I can't remember the name, obviously the head behind the game. Did you see his biggest reasoning for the delay? Tabby. Um, what do you, I, I feel like he was say something that I don't his know. His biggest anyway. delay, like the, his biggest sort of standpoint for, cause some guys at IGN pressed him the other week at Gamescom about why it's, why it's been held up. And he turned around and said, um, you know, we need to do this because we know we have a lot of players within our audience that don't have an internet connection. So they, we want to avoid having a big day one patch. So we're going to push it out six weeks. Why the uh, why the difference between thirtieth and um, yeah and for the, the six week delay? So, so so they're they're trying to justify that some of their players, obviously not everyone has internet in the world, but the vast majority of people that are going to be playing this on Xbox One and PlayStation yeah. Four are going to have access to the goddamn. It's the, well, they initially such a cop out. It, it, yeah, look, they initially said that it was to do with polishing. They wanted to mm. make sure that it was polished upon release, and mm. that thirtieth November or thirtieth of September wasn't going to give them enough time to do it. And I can get behind that. And even like the bullshit of the day one, mm. I'm, I'm over day one patches. Like, why do I need a day one patch when the game's coming out mm. on day one? Like, why, what, why can't you happen do to it just go together? and buy the game, rushing home and playing it all night? You just can't do that anymore. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's a day one patch uh, bullshit issue. And, I, you know, day one problems, you know. Look, it's, I will put money on it right now, hand to heart. I'll put 50 bucks down on it right Ooh. now. There will be a patch within that first week with this game. Oh, no one's oh, going yeah, no no, to bet be. against you. Of course, you on there that. will be, though. But, but the fact that that was the leg he decided to stand on, if as somebody, far as why the delay is, they, they like, if they're going to stand behind that wording, they shouldn't have a patch but, for but, the first yeah. few months. Look, I, you know? I hate it, mm. but there's a very good reason these patches happen. It's because the code's so bloody complex mm. now. It's not the same as, you know, just making a PlayStation one game or, or you know what have you a 64 game where you, you know it's it, it's just infinitely more complex so you're going to bump into things that you just didn't pick up during testing and to test so imagine this right so imagine a game like the witcher 3 and one tiny patch of grass that you jump into craps the whole game yeah right and you did it once so you know it's possible but then you couldn't repeat that game breaking bug to mm. the second time or the third. Like you literally have to just keep pumping at it. And that's what playtesting is. It's it's not fun. It's just agonizing. Oh yeah. And to do it on a game that's so big would, you know, th that's why things like day one patches uh, exist is because these things happen even after the, the CDs are printed. Mm. So yes, I'll not take you up on your $50 bet because you're definitely yeah. right. I wonder um, if there's someone out there that would do it though. I'm more, I'm more concerned that there's another reason that the game's been delayed that they haven't I've heard it's been a bit yet. iffy. Yeah, I've it heard, wouldn't surprise me. They've um, like narrowed scope. They've talked about narrowing the scope. So the start is very the, open the universe. The first half and, the, and then it goes linear. Yeah, yeah. And they look, they try and justify it as uh, the story justifies that it should go linear. And I'm willing to believe that. Yeah, sure. It, let's get to a more definitive ending as long as it doesn't you know, take away from yeah. the rest. Anyway. I've got, I've got no issues if, in that if that's the case. But if, if yeah. it feels blatantly like you're getting forced that way regardless of if there yeah. should be other choices. See, now you have the same passion I have about this, Brendan. 
And it sounds like you're going to take a week off work to play it as well, like I am. That's great. I don't want to talk about it anymore because I want to talk about the Hearthstone as well very quickly. The last mm-hmm. uh, week of the last wing of, uh, of One Night in Karazhan came out and uh, it was uh, interesting. It wasn't necessarily the most uh, fun solo adventure ever. Um, One Night in Karazhan, it wasn't necessarily challenging, which mm-hmm. kind of sucked a bit. But the last cards came out and there's this one card that I love. It's called Medivh, the Guardian. Um, it's awesome. Now, I'm going to be talking... Tell us to about some, this, to some blank, fla- blank faces right now because neither of you guys play Earthstone. But uh, for those of you who do, this, this card's amazing, and I'm, I'm sure plenty of other people are having fun. Um, is it a game changer? No, it's not. It's not a game changer. It's it's uh, it's a good tempo card, mm-hmm. right? So what happens is you play it and you get this seven seven, so seven attacks, seven health creature, right, Medivh. But he gives you this weapon. And staff, any class, right? yeah, it's called uh, Atiesh. Any car, any class can play this. It's a neutral card. Um, so this stuff has like three charges and every time you cast a spell in addition to that spell you get a minion summoned with the same mana cost as the spell so it's a huge tempo swing if you're playing something like mage where you do something like a flame strike it's a seven mana spell it does four damage to all enemy minions it's generally a a board clear then you also get a seven mana minion on top of that Mm. so it's huge and so they have to deal with medivh like they've somehow got to get rid of this seven attack guy Then they've got this weapon that's just summoning random creatures. It's a lot of fun to play with. It sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. Side note that the the, um, the game itself sounds like it'd be in at, like the next Adam Sandler film, <laughs> uh, the One Night in Karazhan. I just expect to see this turn up on Netflix with Adam yeah. Sandler Ooh. in it. <laughs> it's One kind Night in Karazhan. <laughs> yeah. Look, it's um. To the Marshapan. It's it's like if you if uh, if they're gonna <laughs> do a real life. Version of it, yeah, it'd be like Adam Sandler doing uh, the Great Gatsby. That's yeah, not very nice. Pretty much what it would be. <laughs> That's all I got for Sandler. That's all I got. So you got where, that was enough. Where would you put it? Like as far as the, the previous other um, expansions, expansions. Uh, I think because this is the third one, right? This is the third solo. Yeah. So there's yeah. um, uh, BRD, and there was also uh, the. There was also Nax, and then the, no, there was oh, there's four, so there was fourth. four, yeah, because there was League of Explorers. Um, Explorers was a lot of fun. Nax, I remember Nax being very fun. Um, oh, it was the I, first one to come out. That's I've only played Nax, and I had a great time on. Yeah, that. Nax was very challenging, so I think that was that was great. And there were a lot that's of big cards Lotheb, coming out in that as well. Lotheb came out. Yeah, Lotheb came out. Um, Kelthazad was a was a great mm. card to play as well. Um, a lot of the League of Explorers cards though were amazing. Um, so things like Reno Reno is a card that's just shaped the game mm. uh, yeah I don't know it's definitely probably last unfortunately and it gets probably to do with how difficult the solo missions are they're fun like they should be fun and they should be replayable you should get a lot of kick out of playing like the heroic modes of them mm. and trying to beat those so it's more than just getting the cards out of it it's the experience of you know versing the AI and um, they had a couple of good ones like there was a chess one where you're just literally playing with chess piece cards um, so that was interesting, but yeah, the, you know, there was one, one weird one where you just, it's spell damage plus three and spell damage plus five. And like, you just get that. So you just smash face with mm. mage spells and you win, you know, it's not hard at all. Mm. Anyway, that's my rant. What else have you been doing? Oh, is that not enough? I'm, I'm curious to Somewhere between curious my rant about Final Fantasy, my rant about Hearthstone, rant about a couple of other it's things. It's a ranty night. No, look, um, outside of that, just uh, just trying to stay out of trouble, mate. Keep my nose clean. Just being you know? at ledge at uni. That's it. Have you worked out your uni attire yet? Have you got a set set outfit you like to rock up in? Uh, I kind of have like... Uh, look, I've got this Audio-Technica jumper that I'm wearing right now. Mm. 
Shout out to Audio Technica. It's a juicy looking crew neck. Um, it's it is. Look, it's a it's a baller jumper. I've, so I'll wear this. I've got to say one thing without even sounding like I'm I'm you know kissing ass or whatever. like you like you're a sellout. Yeah, I, I <laughs> like you're a stone cold. I openly sellout. like their merch because it doesn't look like you're wearing an audio like brand. No- it feels just like feels like you're wearing like nothing just, at all. Like the their their um, graphic designer guys have put together like this streetwear type of concept with it. Yeah. I like that, but. If they made them big enough to double as a dust cover for a, a Land Rover, I think I'd be able to wear it. Yeah, sadly, sadly, they don't have any shirts and, and jumpers in Kirby's <laughs> lovely size. So he's either in snapbacks or headphones. If it takes two Marine Honor Guards to fold it, I can wear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Kirby. Kirby. On the topic of uh, the military, I've been playing some Battlefield 1. Hey. How is it? The open beta is running on Xbox One, PS4, and PC at the moment. Yeah. It hasn't been without its teething problems, but that's to be expected with the beta. But it is huge. Holy shit, the map that you play on is mammoth. What do you like about it? Uh, Is it mammoth just generally, or is it mammoth? Like you can't find it. Also considering other battlefield maps. It's it's it fits right in with battlefield. So it's it's a battlefield map. yeah. Yeah. But like I love the the horse riding dynamic, belting around the the dunes and the deserts and all that on a horse, getting mm-hmm. shot at by like tanks and guys in jeeps and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty thrilling. If you got a tank, is it just over? Yeah, you're you're a wrecking machine. They need, especially when you're low level, like you, you start with your predetermined classes. You've got your assault class, you know, you've got your medic class, you've got your Mechanic class, I think it's called. Don't yeah. quote me, but that's, you know, it's got like a, a tank buster type of engineer. That's, yeah. that's the word. And then you've got a, a scout class, which is your sniper. Yeah. And um, they've, they've changed the HUD in a little bit. So with the map now, when guys are firing, you know, in traditional FPSs, you get the red blip up so you know where they are. Unless yeah. you're facing the direction they're firing, it's not going to show. Oh. So if there's, you know, a firefight going over that hill and you're facing opposite direction, you'll hear the gunfire and everything yeah. like that, but it won't give away the position. So I liked that dynamic of it especially playing as the scout guy when you're like hiding up in some cliff face with a sniper rifle the last thing you want to do is the second you fire a shot everyone knows where you are so it's got a little bit more Ooh, that's, of that snipe mechanic I don't in know it. how yeah. I feel about that yeah that's interesting it's good mm-hmm. and bad well there's a real like a realistic aspect to it yeah. which is if you didn't see it how do you know but, exactly. then, but then you've got you know dirty but, snipers like mm. Hiding in the ushers. But the cool thing is, depending on the time of day in the map, you know, obviously it can translate from day to night depending on the map and things. Yeah. Um, you'll, you'll see if you're looking in the area, in like in the vicinity of the sniper, you'll see like a, like a sun glisten off the scope. So it'll give them away in that regard. So it's oh. got a little bit of that real world element in there. That's pretty mm. cool. But the amount of times I got wrecked by a sniper, like that was my means or cause of death probably 75% Ooh, of the time. And I can just game. imagine because playing games online with you is good in theory. <laughs> what? But then you go to play games with him and it's just hours and hours and hours of, oh, so he just shoots me from across the map. Oh, great. Oh, cool. Hey, cool. I'm dead again. Awesome. Great. I just spawned and I'm dead. You're yep. nowhere near any better. No, I'm great. You're <laughs> Fantastic. What are you talking about? Just the fairest player I'll, in the world. I'll own that. I, I get pretty snarky. You get so fiery. Very, I'm not as bad as Tomo. But I've known you so long mm. and I've never, ever in my life seen you as ragey as I have when you play. You do those things where you like talk through gritted teeth like... Yeah. That's like, holy yeah. crap. 
That's I, insane. I don't know what online FPS does to me, but yeah, it, it, it raises that everyone. blood pressure. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a it's a standard thing. But I, I can't imagine anyone out there who'd be very, you know, passive playing a, mm. an FPS. Yeah. Like an online FPS. I'm fairly passive because I'm always terrible. <laughs> So I'm never really. It's I don't like no, you've really see, stepped up with Overwatch. And Brendan's I feel like got you that benchmark. Get, you get no, you get shitty seeing Torbjorns in Overwatch, and you and like you just, it's it's nah, like you, get, you don't say cynical, anything. Doesn't he? No, 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 yeah, no, no, you, no. You don't say anything, but you just you make a note of it. So that when that it's hump. like your turn, you go Torbjorn, and you're like, yep. Fucking my turn, yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I love that after the round, and we yeah. played three Torbs and, and a couple of Bash, and he's like, All right, guys, we're gonna dirtbag. Yeah, Let's get yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah, you, you define everywhere. it as we're gonna dirtbag it because they did. Mm. Yeah. One thing I gotta say is that theory doesn't really work. Doesn't really work. The dirtbag theory? No, it doesn't. Like, because um, something that I've learned playing, it's gonna segue nicely if you're done no i'll tell you what i'll come back to mine later but what i'm going to say is that what i've learned is that playing these sort of online cooperative games team makeup wins, oh yeah wins you the game 100 percent. not necessarily you're playing and yeah that, like can, that can outweigh a bit of skill for sure yeah in in certain games so it games. should yeah it yeah. should if you've got a level playing field team makeup is, is if, if very if, much if the, a deciding factor if you're a so-so player but you stick to your role you're much more effective than a really good player that just goes rogue yeah but if you're five good players who will play like adc you mm. know what i mean and you don't have any support or tanks then you, you're going to get done by a team mm. that's just as good with a better team chemistry yeah yeah makeup it's like that Pokemon nah, I mean, sort of... You can't, nah, you can't, have, can't have all fire types. You know? mm. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Because then you got like, you know... One five, Hydro, five one hydro Pumping Lapras is going to take <laughs> you to town, lad. <laughs> uh, but I'll, I'll quickly finish this one up and then jump on to your uh, little you're segi. Right, you're right, you're right. I started playing through Resident Evil 4 again. Ah, yeah, I was going to ask you about that because I saw that. It got released on um, Xbox and PS4 yeah. the other day, so I picked it up. I think it was like 20 bucks, 15 yeah. bucks. Yeah. Which didn't... Uh, bode well in my eyes but mm. but it's still so good oh yeah it is so good like you you can see the Resident Evil franchise for the first few games they went that straight survival horror then they pivoted with 4 and went action with some jumps and then they tried to go more action with 5 and 6 and now they're pivoting back with 7 5 sucked can I just say 5 sucked 5 was I've better never than 6 I've never played any other Resident Evils other than 5 but oh. 5 to me was not a good game 5 was Five was had a favorite? lot of. No, nah, number two is still my, always my favorite. Okay, um, and I was willing to look past the blatant racism of five as it, well. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Five yeah. is so racist. Like just uh, as a yeah. Anyway. It goes. It goes to me two four nemesis one, five six. I'm not going to count all the other offshoots. So four, you're holding high esteem already. Love four. Okay. Love four, and it is still so good. You so, know they they got the the action suspense horror jumpy dynamic perfected in that game. Mm-hmm. The aiming is tight. The controls are smooth. Graphically looks great. They brought in the new enemy dynamic instead of going the tried and tested, uh, tried and tested slow walking zombies. They did these humanoid Ouroboros that have got a parasite in, invading their brain, and you know they're really fast and they use weapons and they're Sorry. unpredictable. You said humanoid Ouroboros. Yeah. What does that look like? It's a human, but like they're in the game, they're called Ouroboros, so they've Is got a parasite. Called? So. They, they look like me and you, but remember, uh, you know, in... I'm going to Google this. In Blade 2, you know yeah. how the, the vampires that had that mouth open thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's sort of like that in this. 
Right, okay. Or you shoot them in their head and then the big parasite thing will just like explode their head and then it'll just be like this big parasite head with a big hook arm thing thrown at you and that, stuff. That's how it feels when you when you have a cut on the side of your mouth and you drink orange juice. Ooh. That's exactly what it feels like. You know what else really hurts? If you get like a pimple on your nose or like on your lip or something like that. Like the like, inside. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are sensitive. Yeah. Inside of your ear. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So I've been playing some Res 4. Love it. Super that's excited. That's good. That's a good throwback. Yeah. It's just, it's a series that I've always, always held very close to the old Resident Evil series. You reckon series. you get a Res 4 Taddy or a Resident uh, Evil I'd Taddy? Get, I'd, I'd get a Res Taddy. I'd get the little umbrella symbol, I think. Oh, that's cool. That way to just work in with anything. If I got like the Nemesis or a Tyrant or something, it'd be a bit, bit too yeah. much on the nose. So I've been doing that and I watched the movie The Shallows. Oh, what's that about? So it's a like a shark... Shark Attack sort of shark oh, yeah. suspense-based yeah, film. Yeah, it's yeah, got yeah, Blake yeah, Lively yeah. in it. She's a surfer chick that is looking for the beach that her mum, like, you know, held dearest. Her mum passed away from a, you know, from <laughs> cancer. That kind of that kind of scenario. This, no, this movie looks dumb. Come on. It, it was a bit on the nose here and there, but actually, like, it's a good popcorn movie. Some good jumps. Um, it was it was pretty pretty real and true to the source as far as you know shark dynamics and, and things you know and see and read and all that nonsense. But there was just a few bits like she sort of befriends this injured seagull. And there that bit go. there was just like, come on. Befriends an injured seagull. Yeah. If you, have you met yeah. se- any seagulls? They have They're such, assholes. They have such soulless eyes. Yeah, yeah they um, are like... Yeah. Devoid of any yeah. emotion whatsoever. Yeah. But Blake Lively, luckily, and they're like they're like the prick of the bird world, aren't they? <laughs> like where they just come and harass you, yeah, yeah. unnecessarily. Yeah. They're kind of like them or the the bin chicken ibis. The bin chicken. Yeah. No, I see. What I like about the ibis is they're generally quite slow, so mm. they they'll, they'll just kind of they they'll just come up and be like, "Hey, man, <laughs> do you mind if I just kind of sit here?" Ibises like, look hey, like those food? birds Whereas from seagulls the, are like food, 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 food. <laughs> Ibises look like those birds from like the Greenpeace ads where they show the birds covered in oil. Oh yeah. But they look like ibises in real life. Oh. It's a bit dark actually. Oh, yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> mm. What bird? Uh, but. Oh. The movie was enjoyable. I, I had a good time. Yeah, I, I love. You got past I, I the love old a shark. seagull friend. Yeah, that part was a bit sort of like, come on now. But overall, it was pretty cool. Sharks can uh, sh- sharks can never be still, or else they die. Exactly, Do they're you know always that? moving. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Because they got to get that oxygen through the through their gills. Yeah, killing machines. Mm-hmm. And if you get bitten by one, you should always gouge them in the eyes or bop them on the nose. That's it. Public yep. service announcement. Yep. There you go. Yeah, most of their nerve endings are in the tip of their nose. Well, just hey, don't swim in the ocean. Why doesn't that... Wasn't that surfer that punched the shark in the face? Why does, yeah, why doesn't he do shark announcements? Why doesn't he just be like, now listen, it's a touchy, if they get you... It's a touchy thing because you get people rolled up and then they put like the nets up in like they did in WA and yeah. you know they just end up killing sharks unnecessarily. And oh, nah. See, that's not cool. And then you get people, yeah. It's their water. Come on. I'm, I'm yeah. of that belief too. For sure. Yeah. 100%. You, you die... Yeah. I mean, you know, hey... You throw a kid in the gorilla tank, who knows? Mm. But you jump into the sea, all I'm saying, it's, the, it's their domain. I'll say one thing. Though. I'll say Hasn't Harambe just elevated itself to a whole new... You know what? It is ridiculous. This, this particular thing is... This phenomenon is what I know in 50, 60 years' time, the history teachers will be talking about this sort of crap where it's like... The way this is how the world ended. The, the way the social climate brought issues to light is by making memes of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, on one hand, you've got people making memes, but on the other hand, they are in a way trying to bring a 
attention to the issue. Mm. But at the same time, all the attention now is on this deceased gorilla. It's got nothing to do with the terrible parenting of the, like the the parents to start no, with. No, it, like, it's it's got more to do with the fact that they made... Well, what everyone's saying is that they made a split decision to kill that gorilla mm. and they sort of probably should have put more thought into it. But I don't know. I, I don't really think I have a place to say yeah, what should have happened. I, I don't have all the skills mm. and I don't really think anyone has, the, has a place to say you need what a, should have happened unless they're an expert. You need a very, very powerful tranquil, tranquilizer to drop that gorilla you know pretty well instantaneously and most tranks don't do that it's a I reckon slow effect we should have just got Sigourney Weaver to just jump in gorillas in the mist come on you know what oh. I'm talking about I was going on the alien route no 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 gorillas in the mist just get her to jump in be like oi Harambe big H oh wouldn't wouldn't you get um what's her name god damn it Charlize Theron Mighty Joe Young what? No. <laughs> what is that? No, it's like the don't big, answer that. That's a huge gorilla. That was on TV the other day. It's a I watched film. No, it's a terrible movie. <laughs> who who survived? Remember that movie Congo? Who was the survivor in that? Remember that like uh, ape ape island where they just killed everybody? That was, was a cool a movie, actually. Gorilla. Yeah, that was, mm. that was a cool movie. I didn't mind mm. that at all. Go watch Congo. Yeah. Dicks out for Harambe. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just waiting for. Uh, Dick Smith to just make a bunch of videos of him jumping out of boxes going, Dick's out for Harambe. Dick's broke for Harambe. That's the, what yeah, he's yeah, going to yeah, be saying. Gonna, he doesn't have the company anymore. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't get a say in it. Oh, old Kogan di- dictates all the ads broke? now. Yeah, he's totally... Well, he's, maybe he's like still got a house over his head and stuff. House he over his head. He doesn't own The man's Dick's, a goddamn millionaire. He doesn't own Dick Smith anymore. Does, he sold yeah, it. Kogan bought he it He sold it to friggin' Woolworths. No, he didn't sell it. It was in liquidation. Yeah, Kogan bought it. Trust me. Yeah, he bought they, the online they, they part like of it. bought it for scraps. All right, listen. Dick, if you're out there... For Harambe. This has a great idea for a marketing campaign to revamp whatever the hell you've got going on. Fantastic he, stuff. He needs to he needs to make like a, a fairy fro, a fairy floss spread and call it dick spread or dick dick cream. He did or have jams. Like he did oh. have jams pre- anyway, let's look. I we, remember we there was a guy they used to interview the him on the radio. Right now, he survived in the bush for eight weeks just on Dick Smith products. <laughs> <laughs> He'd eat like a peanut butter jar for like one day. All right. Good stuff. <laughs> Curbs, Australia. segue away to whatever you were going to do uh, before I rudely interrupted you before. Oh, yeah. No, nah, look, I, nothing spectacular. Oh. I played this game As you were. on Xbox. I think if you and I played it, I reckon you'd have a good time with it. I reckon you'd get some teeth, grit, action going Ooh. on. It's called Live Lock. It's 20 bucks. It's on the Xbox Live Store. Now, this particular game is a 3D top-down cooperative shooter. Um, and it's uh, up to three players. You and as I mentioned before about playing Overwatch and whatever and having a good team makeup, that's what makes this game work as well. It only yeah. came out a few weeks ago. Yeah, certain certain characters have certain characteristics in terms of their play style, tank DPS, different what have stats, you. Different stats, different skills, different uh, like I guess you'd call them alts. Different or, haircuts. Probably. I'm just yeah. having a look. It looks like you're almost like Transformers or something. Kind of like that. Yeah. And the way you um, move through the battlefield is entirely dependent on your strategy. And uh, it's an infinite battlefield. So you just keep going until you die. So it's almost like a, like a horde mode equivalent. Or Very much so. Zombie mode. In Very cold. much so. Okay. And I've got, I got to pay special tribute to a game called Gun Brothers. Gun Bros. Came out um, 
when I first got my iPad and it's I, this particular game, Gumbros, is a game that pioneered a style, I think, on on the platform. Forgive me if it's not the first title to ever do this style of playing, but it's the first one I saw and it's pretty much, I've never seen anything before that. Mm. So it's like a 3D top down. You've got um, enemies coming towards you and it reminds me of um, Gallagher in the sense that okay. you've got guns that you're firing and you're trying to clear lines with enemies and then you get a more powerful gun and you keep going. Mm. So... So it's just waves of Special chaos. Special shout really. out to Gumbros for that. Mm. You know, now we've got this game Live Lock, which is similar to that, but it's obviously more advanced in its uh, play style with your cooperative team members and strategies and what have you. Look, I think Live Lock's a pretty great game. Um, 20 bucks might be a bit of a boredom buster, uh, especially if you've got mates. Uh, Sam and I were talking about getting back on Amex too today because yeah, they we tweeted... Were. Um, that they've fixed a lot of the server issues. I'm hoping to get back onto that because that's something that uh, I really did like. And that's a free game. So yeah, that's it's a uh, good, and it's a good game. Yeah, it is a great game. It's a good yeah. game. And that's another one with stra- like a, a 3D top-down and it's uh, got a lot to do with your strategy and how you attack the, uh, the game with your strategy, you know? Because how, you, yeah, how you, how you basically take out the You're enemy doing really. like three things at once in that game, so... Yeah, you're building units, then you've got your uh, little base. HQ chopper. You've got, you've got to yeah. maintain your base. You've got to go kill their base and mm. you can transform into a robot and, yeah, good times. So, yeah. look, that's, that's the game I played. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it was good. A bit, a bit of a boredom buster. But, nice. um, yeah, not necessarily a, a life changer. But, hey... Oh. But if you've got two mates... You've got two mates and 20 bucks... Get on Live Lock. Or oh, you need 60 bucks between you, wouldn't you? Or can you play yeah, local well, co-op? Yeah, well, no, 60 bucks. No. <laughs> I was just reminded... Like, it's a bit off, but I was just reminded when you were talking about a great yeah. game to play with, at the time you and I decided to get Assault and Sanctuary oh. on the promise that it was multiplayer only to find out that it was local multiplayer. Yeah. And that was money well spent. I think we played 15 minutes each. I was so fucking angry. Yeah. I was so How angry. much was it? It was like 30 bucks. 30 bucks, I think. Yeah, it's pretty much like a, a 2D side scroll version of Dark Souls, is what they call it. Well, look, you know what can I say? Sometimes you've just got to adopt the hashtag Kirby style. It's just you know, it's a way of life. It's still the cutest thing on our podcast. It's yeah, next to me. Beyond but, cute, you know. <laughs> what can I say? Hey, listen. The other thing I want to introduce. The drums are rolling. Our first character in Kobo Quest. Oh. Um, so, <laughs> this particular one I prepared Final, Final Fantasy Seven music. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Final Fantasy. Uh, it's a great band from Sweden, I believe they're called Circus Maximus. Okay. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. That was band. the band I was trying to think of the other day. They don't sing at all, do they? It's just instrumental, right? No, no, no. They do sing. They do there sing. No, it's not the band you were thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so. thinking of Maximum Circus. Clearly. <laughs> anyway. I don't know what that band is. The Crackers, mate. <laughs> the name of our character, Lafario Moonblood. Lafario Moonblood. Which is Sam's character. He Here we go. A, he is a mage, uh, ex-hand to Grimblar, the Lizard King. <laughs> Lafario okay. hails from the mystics of Hark Moon Falls. Now, as a baby, 
he was found under the only dead tree in the Red Orchid Forest. Love it. By a wandering mage who noticed he managed to keep a pack of wolves at bay, even though he lay lonesome under the tree. He was raised by the mage, and it was found that a mysterious force enabled him to communicate and often liaise with beings thwarted by darkness and evil. However, that skill has never been honed. It comes in waves and at times can often turn his mysterious and shady character to a dark and twisted, unpredictable alter ego. Ooh. He carries a staff made from petrified lightning. At the top rests the head of a raven encased in a blue-tinged glass orb. Jesus. When the eyes of the raven glow red, death lingers nearby. You know what I like about this guy already? Lafario. Like, it's my character. Sort of based on me. You know, I rock around with petrified lightning. <laughs> Between your legs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that where you were going with that? I like hey, maybe maybe you want 50,000 like bucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like how his alter ego... So he has like a sort of alter ego. It sort of sounds like my sobriety and my drunkenness is like my two separate states mm. of being. Um, that guy sounds baller. Yeah, so Baller. you know you've got the raven head and your staff, and when you're the really, eyes glows red, you're really setting me up to to betray everyone. <laughs> it's which is what I want. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Okay, but or will I? Or will you I? You gotta respect to like the DM the Severus, too. Will I be the Severus Snape of the group, the one that you're mm. all waiting for it, and then you find out in the end that I sacrificed myself for the group. R.I.P. Alan. Rickman. I believe in you, Harry Potter. There you go. Mm. So, you know, that's a character that can obviously go one or two ways, but. Um, yeah, look, it, won't go. Yeah, it, it right. all depends on the dice, my friend. So That's right. Lafario Moonblood <laughs> is our first character from Kerbo Quest. Lafario uh, Moonblood. We'll be introducing a new character each week. Obviously, people that have just tuned in or just started listening that don't know what the hell I'm talking about, um, we are going to be undertaking a one-and-done style uh, Dungeons & Dragons-esque type role-playing game called Kerbo Quest, which I am designing from the ground up. Um, it'll be broadcast over a couple of different podcasts. Um, we were going to film it. We don't know if it's going to translate well um, Watch to, this space. to something mm, visual. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to test it out. Yeah. Um, we know that it's definitely going to work well as a podcast. So that's um, probably maybe some exclusive content um, for our uh, Hungry Games listeners. Um, and yes, I've designed uh the campaign from the ground up the name of the uh the campaign is case of the cursed tavern um mm -hmm. and yeah it'll, it'll follow a group of heroes that obviously go on a quest and or anti-heroes by the sounds yeah, of well, there you go. there's laughter there's there's crying there's drama there's you know a few funny points here and there yeah. and you know but look i've only done a shell of the story you know it's it's going to be dictated by what happens mm. so and I may or may not bring my own agenda <laughs> to the day. <laughs> no, I, uh, I won't, I won't uh, obfuscate no. it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, look, and, I, and, I certainly don't uh, want to... That sounds awesome. I certainly don't want to take away from your skill as a D&D player. Um, or lack thereof. <laughs> no, he's very skilled. I know how to roll those dice and get low rolls every time. <laughs> I always get low rolls. You're doesn't matter whose dice Dan? I use. Dan's listening. Yeah, he is he's listening. Laughing. He, he knows he's about cackling. it. Old Spirit Horse knows that I only low roll. <laughs> and for some reason, there's another guy in our group that only ever high rolls. Yeah, so that guy is he like, hilarious he, because <laughs> we like, so there's like a bunch of people in our party for this game that we play. 
And one of them is this guy called Sir Douche and he's like the big sort of, you know, John Cleese type of knight, you know, falls over himself mm. and does whatever. Yeah. I'm this like, you know, just an asshole of a bard and I just talk my way in and out of everything. It sounds like your life. And Sam's like this ethereal druid character who... Just never gets it right. He's like a pretend vegan. Like, I, like I try he's, a, he's always like, "Oh yeah, the animals, the animals." But and then the thing like, about the thing about but like, then this other guy will Tim. just come in and just yeah, yeah bang, shoot everything, mm. kill everything. But We're just falling over each other. It's the way it just happens though, because I'll be like, "All right, come on, high roll, lucky, come on, yeah." <laughs> You're like old Gil, and then I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like old Gil, right?" With the dust, and it's like, ah, oh, three. Mm. And then I'll look at Dan. Phone. I'll look at Dan just for like a moment, just to see if three was high enough. Like, <laughs> I rolled three six three, you know, six sided dies just to see if three's high enough, and he'll be like. Yeah, and then like, and then Tim will roll, and he'll be like, "Okay, so I've got this, and then yep, that's a roll. Okay, that's a high roll, and then uh, and because of Hunter's mark, but and uh, you took uh, one, two, three, uh, seventy-five damage. Mm. Uh, is he dead? Like he kills everything, mm. uh, everything. But see, you know what I found, you know, as I've been playing recently. I'm like, thank God for him as well, by the way, because we we'd have wiped early. There's such this a guy. good. There's such a thing as what they call good role playing, which sounds broad, but. What we're talking about here is that if you're if you're someone who's good at role playing, you're not just like, oh, we're in a room, cool. Um, I'll shoot that guy. You go in and you're like, cool. What's on the ceiling? Oh, you got a big chandelier. Sweet. Yeah. What's coming towards you? A big ogre. Great. Grab one of my arrows. Shoot that sucker out. I feel like we cheesed it a fair bit though because we'd always walk into a room and I'll go, is there anything special around? Dan would go, perception check. So like I do a perception check like and one. fail. And then Reese would be like, what about if I did a perception check? And then you do one and you'd like you fail and someone else does one. We just keep going until we get it right. So you see nothing as you enter the room. Mm. So we definitely, yeah, we definitely abused it. So it's going to be interesting. Mm. I know everyone's looking forward to it. Haven't set a date for when we're going to be recording it. Stay but Stay tuned. One thing I just want to say when we cap it off there, if you have any ideas, any uh, suggestions, anything you'd like to add, send us a tweet. Uh, I'm available on Twitter at Fried Reese. We've got Eight uh, Bit Sam, yeah, and Brendan Eight Bit. There we go on Twitter. If you and want, of course, me, Miss Ali Hart. Mm. If you have any ideas for what you'd like my character to do, i.e., who to betray. <laughs> Just send me a, like a private message. Don't tweet at me, but send me a private message. You have to open Twitter. up your messages. You have to have your DMs open, bruh. Do I? Yep. People yeah, can't, people, keep, people people can't me. message you normally. That could be why. If you're not friends with them. Well, just uh, uh, follow me. I'll follow you back. Hey, mm. yeah, tweet at me and say, hey, yeah, I've got a tweet. suggestion. Follow me. I'll follow you back. And then we'll, you know, private message each other. Give about him, how give I him can some stab feedback. Brendan in the back. And give him some feedback on his new display pics. I know stab, he was stab, pretty torn. You were very torn about what display pic to have. It was very well. I didn't even get into it really, but there were some really bad ones. Mm. Do you ever take a photo of yourself and you just look at it and you just think, "Fuck, I'm ugly." Oh, <laughs> every bloody time. Like yeah. honestly, like I seriously just I I put my head in my hand. I'm oh, like, dude, how, how do I? How do people look at me? I I was on a. I didn't tell you guys this. I don't think I was on a train recently. This gets. This is gonna oh, be. God. This is oh, gonna be personal, sort of. <laughs> um. My ex-girlfriend's brother's fiance was on the train, right? <laughs> Jesus. Right? So my, Seven layers deep. No, no, no. So my cousin just, Vinny. No, no, no. Just break that down. My ex, right? Who I don't see anymore. Yep. I haven't spoken to for a year, right? Yep. And, and the sort of person that always in the back of my mind, I've thought next time she sees me, I'm going to be a million bucks, mm. right? Uh, Her brother's fiance is okay. on the train. And right. like she, I didn't even see her. All I hear is, Sam? 
And I see her and she sees me. All right. And then we start talking. She's lovely. I love this girl. She's great. And we, we're catching up and I'm asking and, you know, catching up on a year's worth of what everyone on that site's doing. And she goes, let's get a photo. And she takes a selfie. Swear to God, doesn't give any prep. I'm looking at like the camera, like I'm giving it like a real Charlie from always sunny smile of, oh, no. <laughs> I look horrible. And she didn't even look at it. She's like, yep, that's a photo and puts it up on Facebook oh, and tags my no. ex in it. Say, look who I found. That's what? not awkward in yeah. any way, shape, or form. You know she was doing that just to make no, it look she, bad. No, look, she, this girl is genuinely lovely and uh, I have no doubt in my mind that um, it was purely innocent. She's totally Those not a malicious person. you got to watch person. out for, mate. Trust me. Totally not a malicious person. It was just, I th- she's maybe just a little bit unaware uh, and, and caught me in like one of what is got to be like one of the ugliest photos ever taken. I, I firmly believe if you're taking a photo with someone or a collective group of people, you take that photo and then you sort of go, what do you reckon? And if that person says no, you take another one yeah. and you don't post it. Yeah. Look, yeah. the other thing is is that um, taking photos with my wife is probably the most stressful thing. Because, see, I always have to take the selfie because I've got longer arms than her, right? And then, like, oh, my God, 10 years we've been together and I still can't get it right because she gets so upset. Because she'll be like, don't make me look fat. Just let that sink in for a second. Yeah. Like that's a loaded gun right there. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. you're always going to mess that up. And then she's like, okay, so you've got to make sure you know where your light source is, right? Yeah. You don't want to be backlit. You want to make sure that your angle is always down, yeah. right? Because yeah. it always makes you look more slender. Like this is the stuff that I have pushed out some real information in my brain to make way for. And all of a sudden, like I forgot long division. And you lead like, a happier life for it too, well, I'm sure. <laughs> Episode 31, the body image special. Nah, no, no, no. Uh, Not the body image special. No, 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 no. What do you reckon? Should we, should we tackle some news? Let's tackle some there, news. There's a few going around. It hasn't been a huge, huge week, but I think there's some things of note that we should probably try and break down in our special way. This show is going just fantastically. I think it's going real good. Yeah. You think since moving to Mondays we've we've hit a new peak? No, this no, isn't no. Let's norm. not do this yeah, every yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no way. <laughs> no, no, like no. How you and I were both quick Just to shut no, that down. No, no. <laughs> but uh, it's time for some this week's news headlines. <laughs> Grammatically, that didn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for some this week. <laughs> but you, you know it's where right. I was going with that. Yeah, it works. Yeah. It works so, for us. So the first one, it's it's a, a two pronged assault. Two pronged, tied both directly into Overwatch. Oh. The first is season two of competitive is or ranked is officially underway. Yep. So any Overwatch players that want to, you know, try their medal and test their might and all that, get in there. It's it's a new um, placement match structure though, so you have to do another five or I think it's five. They've narrowed it to five, or it still could be ten. Could yeah. be way wrong. Do ten, you get placed now. Instead of out of a hundred, obviously it's now out of goddamn five thousand. Yeah. So they're going to rank that, and then it's obviously tiered into. Um, Bronze, silver, gold, platinum, master, and yeah. whatever the top one but is. Do you see, master. Do you see the five thousand, or do you see just gold, red, gold three? You, I think as an gold opposing red. player, you just see the gold or the silver or the bronze. But as your own player, obviously, you'll see both. Yeah. But the other one, the huge one, which I think is massive for Blizzard and what they're trying to do here this weekend, coming from September nine through to twelve, Overwatch is going to be free to play on Xbox One and PlayStation Four. Yeah. They are dangling a pretty impressive carrot here. Anyone that's been, you know, towing the line about buying this game, Can this weekend you've now? got no excuse. Well, it's, it's only just it's for, the only for the weekend. Well, 
Okay. So that's, it's, that's which is about you know which is about as much time as I've put into the game is you know could could be spread out over a weekend. Yeah, well, that's true, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think of that idea? You think it's you think it's you think it's good? You think it's meh? You think it's gonna? Oh, it's great. Further? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, stretch their reach. No, no, no. It just opens it up to those people that. Uh, you know, they, they might be like, oh, look, you know, I'm just trying to save my money and, mm. you know, I don't really want to lash out 70 bucks on a game just this week. But it's like, oh, well, I'll I'll play it and see if I like it, you know. But uh, also there's other people where it's like, you know what, this particular weekend, I have no jobs to do. I'm, I'm errand free. It will eventually be free to play. Yeah. It will. <laughs> It'll because, go that model Because what will happen mm. is there will be... Um, There'll, there'll come a point where they are releasing new heroes, mm-hmm. you know, incrementally over, you know, however many months. And they're going to have such a large roster that they can justify cutting off free heroes for everybody. And then you've got to pay using, you know, whatever the equivalent of yeah. riot points are or, or whatever even they mm. do in Heroes of the Storm. So that'll happen. That's going to make me turn off. But that'll, they'll give you, here's what they'll do when they do that, Reese. They'll rotate all the, the roster every place. week like they do in HOTS. For you and everyone else who's bought the game, they'll say you can keep everyone you've already got. Not only that, we'll give you some skins from being a, a year one player. And, uh, and then they'll just make every other free account only have access to the free rotation until they start buying new I'll heroes. Tell you what, he, which he, is a much better way. working in Blizzard marketing. He, well, he it just makes sense. Put that to, I know it does, but the way you delivered it there was perfect. But it's but that's what they do. And yeah, that's that. what Evolve did. Go you know? go work for Blizzard Marketing. Nah, get us God. some Blizzard hookups. They're just around the corner from me. Mate, do you know how many bloody packs you could get for Hearthstone? Fuck. Yeah, but you know, they don't gotta work for Blizzard. What's wrong with that? That would suck. Nah. I, I know the there community be, manager there. There would not be I'd work for PJ. Blizzard in a heartbeat. Mate, oh. I would you know the first initiative I would spearhead? Let's get the hot servers working. See, <laughs> see there I would swear be. You're the only person I've ever heard. I feel like complained about that. I don't know. You know I what? I won't. I won't speculate what the working conditions at Blizzard are like. I just feel like I it's they'd be quite, sick. I think it's a big company. I feel like they'd have some pretty. I reckon high they'd be one of those companies standards. where people would be like, "Oh yeah, the boss bought us all a monorail for Christmas." <laughs> Sweet. Okay. Nice. Sounds... And it goes to everyone's house. Yeah. A jet, a jet powered <laughs> mouse pad ski boat. Made out of a poodle. Anyway, like something ridiculous. their office is awesome though. Here in Piermont, it is the bee's knees. What do you do? You just go and like stand big? out the front and just. No, I've been there a few times. Thank you. Is it big? Doing what? I've been over there with Ryan a couple of times, and I went over for oh, a couple okay. of events. Oh, nice. It's it's good size. It's good size. It's it's a couple of levels. Okay. Um, they've got obviously boardrooms, gaming areas. They've got sort of uh, multiple. Gaming rig set up in there so they can do little tournaments and launches. The oh, office right. spaces upstairs are cool. They've got this massive, big, bloody Garrosh Hellscream friggin' statue up there and like Lich King stuff and hot stuff and Diablo yeah. stuff. Like it's cool. Mm. It's nerd paradise. Yeah. How do I infiltrate that? Give me the servers. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, Shut up. Yeah. It, look, I think the free to play thing is, you know, Pretty cool, and mm. good luck to anyone who decides to sign up. I love the um, I, I love the ranking thing. You know where you get classified as bronze or whatever. Mm. In league, it's like the greatest reason to not listen to somebody is like they're bronze. Yeah, and you can work <laughs> out you can work out that they're bronze pretty quickly. So, so you know, you you're just like jump on in the, the right lobby straight away, or oh yeah, like you've, well you've got oh, like you can the, just click on the website there. there. No, yeah. you've got to go to like another website. But you've got it running in the background. And like someone will jump on and they'll be like, oh, I'm going to go ADC carry. And then you'll just, 
work out their bronze and you go, mm, no, you're a bronze scrub, fuck off. <laughs> what does ADC carry mean? So what ADC carries is attack, uh, damage. attack damage carry. ADC, I'm yeah, using so carry twice. It's yeah. like saying the Sahara Desert. That's double carry. Desert twice. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's just like a pivotal role. They're all pivotal roles. That's the thing. People just don't get it. Top is a pivotal role. Mid's I a pivotal role. This is me. Yeah, Jungler. You're like... This is why you might have a bad experience playing mobbers because you don't you can't get away with it. You can't get away with just doing your own thing. Even if you're carrying the whole team, your team hates you the whole I time. I did great at HOTS while it was working. Yeah. But they took that Those away. From goddamn me. servers. You're the only person in the country who's got this complaint about it. Nah, I'm pretty sure. It's just, you know. I sent him a tweet, got nothing. No love. Maybe <laughs> I should just jump over. <laughs> just head down the just road. Just knock there. on the door and be like, hey, boys, girls. Hook a brother up. When are you going to retweet me, mate? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, who is this bronze Can scrub? <laughs> we talked about, in one of our previous episodes, we talked about doing like a like a end of the year 8-bit awards and we were going to send our like recipients a certificate in the mail. Maybe if we send oh. Blizzard one, you can just have your little... Worst little service. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Worst service of the year. Just like as a separate letter attached to the award for like, I don't know, great card game or something. No, you know what though? It's not just, it's it not just me. And I know this because I'm still part of the um, Heroes of the Storm Facebook group. It's just it's just casual game. Every every time you play ranked or whatever, it goes, it goes well, but then you play... Casual. Yeah, well, that just pri- prioritises the server load for people that want to, you know, participate in ranked as opposed to casual. I'm not good enough for ranked. <clears throat> it's just. Not I was just game. starting to get there. But then play lol, play lol. It away they're nah, building. They're LOL. building their own servers. That's how dedicated mm-hmm. that. Hey, just on a side note as well, while we're talking about Blizzard, uh, uh, the new WoW expansion dropped. Yes. And uh, I'm hearing, I'm hearing very positive things about this mm. to the point where I'm. Half tempted to get back into it. Hey, I've, I've yeah. heard it's been a, the best expansion they've released. I have the promising feedback I heard from someone that I trust on these things, um, a colleague that I work with. Uh, he said it's a lot like vanilla. It feels like Wrath of the Lich King as well. Ooh. So Lich King was a big one. Lich King was the best one. I love Lich. L- Lich That's King. Sar three Drakes. You speak to ah. WoW people, they talk about like how WoW Vanilla was the pinnacle of difficulty mm. and then, yeah, Wrath was definitely a very enjoyable expansion. Um, everything since has probably just, mm. the game's gotten easier and easier and easier. Mm. So, yeah, he said it's hard, um, which is awesome. I could get behind that if I had I 100 miss, extra hours in a week. I miss my halfling mage, old Gummy Joe. I remember Gummy Joe, yeah. little mate. Yeah, I wouldn't have old Chabber here. Yeah. <laughs> what else do we have, fellas? Something that was interesting this week is um, Kaz Hirai, you know, Sony CEO, has come out and he's been talking about Sony's plans to attack the mobile market. Mm-hmm. So um, they did an interview in the Financial Times and he says they're going to be, I quote, aggressively entering the business. He thinks... Um, it's quite a shift from being just as purely console-based business. They want to transfer into mobile gaming. They see what Pokemon Go did and they just think it's extraordinary. It's revolutionary. They want to try and it's replicate not, that type of blueprint. It's not I know of those things. They, they just caught lightning in a bottle with it. Yeah, they just made a mozza mm. out of it is, is all Sony saw. Yeah. They didn't see the, the you know general fun experience or the revolutionary gameplay they just saw the numbers and said yep we gotta do it yeah which is so weird because mobile gaming's been a juggernaut for years now mm. so just, why wouldn't just need to hit the right 
set of chords. I, I think that Pokemon That's thing true. might tie into specific IPs they have. Like they make a Crash Bandicoot mobile game, for instance. Ah, as soon that as would translate, oh, man. As, as soon as oh, the Pokemon Go ripoffs come out, it's no, like, like oh, I don't mean ripping off Pokemon no, no, Go no. per se. I mean grabbing uh, a, a name. You're talking that's about got a lot of prestige yeah. and, and no, no, no. You're talking about banking on nostalgia. Yeah. From a bunch of people who are now yuppies mm. because Pokemon? they're at the right age. Yeah. Not calling anyone in this room said yuppie. Mm. But <laughs> no, no, no. But that's what you're talking about, right? Mm. It's banking on nostalgia. 100%. But did you see? I think that um, something like Crash Bandicoot's aged quite terribly. And I wouldn't have thought that I would have said it until uh, E3 this year when they... When they showed the remastered. Yeah, when you've got Crash doing like breakdancing mm. and it's just very much of the 90s yeah. that is hard to sort of swallow as a, as, you know, even as a person who was there for the 90s. Mm. I don't mm. know. But you're right. They have other mm. things that they could bank on, not necessarily just Crash. Mm. But that, that would fit that Mario equivalent sort of um, youth simplified market. That was their biggest sort of, I think, traditional platformer in that regard. That really comes to mind. Otherwise, you got... What, what did they just release the Crash, other day? Yeah. Um, they did... Ratchet and Clank is another yeah. one that's pretty big. That I like translate. Ratchet and Clank. They've lost a lot of the old ones, though. Mm. You know, what I mean? like um, they had Spyro was exclusive. Obviously, that's spread across now. Well, Gran, Gran Turismo was a <laughs> which has been delayed. Yeah, <laughs> um, suck. It. I can't think of many others. Well, though. Final Fantasy was a big one, and then that moved across. Yeah, I'm waiting for them to bring back Virtual Fighter. I reckon really? they'll bring that back. Forget that game. That is a. They'll bad bring game. it back. I Why? reckon they'll announce one of those in the next what, twelve months. What was uh, the only thing that was good about that was three D at the time. That was the first three D mm. fighter. They'll bring it back. Nah, uh, I reckon they will. They need to bring back Virtua on. But that was like Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive was wasn't game. a good one either. That was mm, kind of like Virtual Fighter, it. but it was giant robots. Dead or Alive has just gotten into titillation exploitation. Yeah. Did you see the Dead or Alive VR game they've made? It's like Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball and it's just... Neckbeards are us. It's simulating... Yeah. I, I, like rape's not the right word, but it was like wow. simulate... Like I read an Even article Even though your brain it. went there like to try and work out what the right word for it like, is. Hello, waifu. Like unwelcome advances. Like that, that VR game, it was showcasing that in the VR example of that Dead or Alive volleyball the other day. Yeah. It, you could say it's part of that, what they call rape culture. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, which is interesting. Okay. That they're going to go that way. Hope not. So, everyone's favourite television sleeper hit on Netflix has already been renewed for a second season. Strange oh. Things. And the interview with those kids on Jimmy Fallon is just the coolest thing. Did you know Eleven is from um, England? Yeah. She's got this She's thick, got a weird name too. Thick British accent. It's yeah. like, Wow. And uh, if you get a chance to follow Toothless on Instagram, he's a bit of a savage. <laughs> One he posted the other day, he was saying to me how he's going to take these girls home oh. and like slay them or whatever, but he had his little cheeky grin. Ridiculous. I was like, mate. Did he actually post that? I thought it was a parody no. account at first, but I thought that was legit, wasn't no. it? That's not legit, surely. It might, have been, it might have been a comment. I don't know, but mm. he, he does post some funny stuff. He's like all of 11. Like or twelve years old. That cannot be. That cannot be. Like he can't have the wit. No, he's not. He's not. I think he's like fourteen now because they. Still, been a while since they filmed. He can't him. have the wit to so the, pull off a the comment next, that funny. The next season's going to be the kids four years older. Yeah, and they've, you know, they've they've 
announced or put little rough descriptions in in some of the new characters. That typical muscle bound jock character in there, and a young geeky this. And I'm so glad that they're going to keep the same characters because I I thought Stranger Things would be one of those things where it's like it's a one and done, and then I, they do a new storyline. Like I'd be very happy if they just had that season as standalone. That was it. I'd be happy if that was the last thing we ever heard, saw of Stranger Things because I'm worried that. It because be they had now. such good success on this, I think it was originally designed, oh, created and thought of as just this one simple universe, eight episodes, that's it, done. Yeah, but it doesn't matter what TV show comes out. It, it, it evolves over the years. I mean, look at Game of Thrones. I mean, that's, yeah, that started out so gritty and dark and, you know. Yeah, but that was from six books. But like, that's what I mean. Like, this was just yeah. written. I, like, it wraps up so neatly with a bow on it at the end that it can be... It's but own that, ecosystem that's done. Open ended. Anyway, whatever. Mm. Yeah, no, but they they left it open ended. They could yeah. have tied it up. Yeah, yeah. It's tied yeah. up enough. But that's good news. Mm. But yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So, COD Infinite Warfare multiplayer beta has been announced. So I'm keen for that. On October 14th, PlayStation 4 gets it first because, as you know, ah. there's been a flip where obviously few years back xbox were getting those earlier exclusives or those timed exclusives yeah playstation drove up like backed up the truck with the money in it and sort of said hey we want to be the exclusive guys now so there on october 14th 14th they get the first crack xbox one are following i think um a week or 10 days later Mm. they give it a crack and um it ties into uh pre-ordering of the game and they have also announced there's going to be on PlayStation a free mission within the game tied specifically into PlayStation VR. Oh, cool. So yeah. if you've got PSVR, which we all, buy COD we Infinite all Warfare, we'll, we'll, you're going to have a VR mission in there. It's going to limit the movement in it, especially in space and flying around in fighter jets or space shuttles or space yeah. fighters, whatever. Mm. It's going to limit the movement in there because otherwise it's probably going to be a fair few people vomiting. I think <laughs> it's I moving think around be surprised. so fast how much is not actually in space space it's not going to be like gravity it's good i reckon like maybe 30 percent of it will be like that the rest of it will just be you know space station moon battles or whatever i could give a shit about this game i'm just gonna say it i i say what you want i i haven't love even the COD series mm, uh, even though it's got this uh you know horrible dorito mountain dew uh, this has oh, it has nothing to do with like culture how, attached to it. I love Doritos. Nah, and it has Manju. nothing to do with like how good or bad the game might look. I haven't even looked at it. I just uh, who cares? It's another COD game. I care. I like Why? I like them. I That's right. Actually, no, I forgot that about you. you you're very uh, firm man. The, supporter uh, of the, the, the funny thing is though guys, with yeah. the COD that, that you love so much is the single player campaign. Yeah, true. Which yeah. is the after like obviously it's a big cinematic set piece playing which, that thing. They're always good. They're good. I've never played one that I haven't liked. It's uh, not what I'd say. Ninety. Re- yeah. No one plays COD for that reason. Though. The regular yeah, COD owners buy yeah, I mean, the, the regular COD uh, stories are, I think, fantastic, but they're quite short. And uh, the Black Ops Three. And one, they get shorter. And Black Ops, but Black Ops Three one wasn't short. That was a good, good couple of hours that you put into it. You need to define a couple of hours because well, if it's two, that is very short. No, nah, it took me like three weeks playing it every night to finish jesus okay you know there's at least 10 hours game time in every story i've played i'd mm. say yeah and i like but there's so much story in there which is great but that's mm. the black ops 3 yeah. offshoot you know that yep. wasn't the regular um call of duty 
one, two, three, four sequential. Mm. The Soap McTavish the classic, series yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So, but hey, I got faith, man. I got faith. I'm. I still am tempted to pick it up just solely off the Modern Warfare HD remake that it comes with. You are going to buy it anyway, Brendan. Let's let's be honest here. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but yeah, if you're on PlayStation... My Christmas party, You're mate. the humble host, mate. You, you're <laughs> leading this ship. You're telling me you're not going to buy COD? Get out of here. Yeah, so any any PlayStation owners, as I said, PlayStation VR, on, on, on a release, you can download this um, you know VR-based expansion story. It's called Jackal Assault. So I think that's pretty interesting. Jackal is a jackal. Good little, good little point of difference, especially for COD fans that wanted to transition into sort of current gen consoles. Maybe they're still hanging on to Xbox 360 and PS3, and they're trying to look for a little point of difference. If they're COD fanatics, this could be a good little jump in where it can get them straight in. They get exclusive missions only, tied into VR. Good way to take the plunge into uh, the next generation. Mm. So Batman, the Telltale series, the. Episode 2 has been confirmed to be released on September the 20th. That's on PlayStation Store, Xbox Live Store, and Steam. It's called Children of Arkham, but they've also released or announced that they're going to release, sorry, a season pass disc. So if you are one of those guys that love to have the physical disc in place, from September 13th, you'll be able to buy that at you know, your EBs, your JBs. You, you played the first one, right? Yeah. How, how long does it go for? Four hours. Max four hours for yeah. the first episode. Yeah, oh, that's all right. Three four hours. Yeah, yeah. So I'm 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 keen. I bought the whole season thing online. Like you it was it. forty bucks, I think, for the five episodes. So I'll just download them all as they drop. Yeah, sure. But yeah, the season pass disc on September thirteenth from all you know good stockists, and it will come with the first episode on disc. Mm-hmm. But then when periodically, say on September twentieth, you'll be able to like it'll give you the download access to get the second, third, fourth, fifth, so on and so on for the first season. So, well, well worth having a peek at. And the other thing that's uh, interesting that they've announced is Duke Nukem 3D 20th Anniversary Edition is going to be coming out in October. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, yeah, it's good fun. they're cleaning up the, the graphical stylings of the old Duke. It is one of the first person or most important or notorious first-person shooters that came out. You know, obviously, yeah. Doom and Wolfenstein were the first two, and then Duke Nukem 3D came out, what, as I said, 20 years ago I remember ago playing it at Harvey Norman uh, with the intention to buy it. Gosh, I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised that they had that game on display. Like, yeah, yeah. The, and the guy was like, if you shoot the barrels, they explode. And I was like, what? And then did he say, if you press space bar, the girls no. flash your boobs? No. We worked that out. <laughs> by, by by reading PC Gamer, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So nostalgia. It's it's interesting, you know. It's they're they're trying to pull on that nostalgic heartstring. I'm not going to pick this up though. Like I've I've had my fun on Duke Nukem 3D. I played Duke Nukem Forever. Wasn't that the one they finally released after it was in publisher hell for years? Oh yeah. Via Gearbox, which Just was pretty shit house. Really downhill. Yeah. So cool great made me smile thinking yeah and they did all the corny lines like the the same voice actor that did him is back this same guy that wrote the score is back to add new missions and levels i think there's eight new levels in that's it. good so they've got the original crew back together you know the band's back to to add a bit more duke nukem to your life but mission from god don't care <laughs> don't care savage mm. i do care about new releases though curbs oh do you now i do Oh, well. I do. Yeah, I guess we'll just have to see some 
This week's news headlines. No, that was news headlines. Kirby. <laughs> Kirby, Kirby, Kirby. Wow. No, no, hang on. I don't have that one. There's no, there's yeah, no yeah, grab there for this. There's no grab for There news. is. Yeah. There's definitely a grab for this. Mm. And you've pushed the button that executes the grab for like the last <laughs> no, three weeks. There's one. No, there, I swear to God, there isn't. It I says swear, new releases like, and events. There no, is one. I've never played. You've, I, I swear to I, I swear to you, friend. I swear on the staff, the, the petrified lightning staff that I hold so dearly, <laughs> that there is a, a sound grab to this. And uh, I've never played it. Let's just do it together now, it, all right? It, <laughs> This week's new releases. No, that's not what it says. It goes but new releases I, and events. That's what I said, though. Anyway, oh, okay. never heard that grab. Curb. <laughs> <laughs> can you like? Can you maybe just go through last week's? And just find like the six second bit where he plays it, and then but just I don't like play the, it. We didn't play it last week. Oh, we didn't do it last week. No. Uh, it's, he does. He does so maybe magic. I'm, maybe he, I'm he, like uh, Shutter Island right now. Like he does magic post. All right. He's he's on who's it? the little dreidel. Yeah. Oh no, that's Inception. Dreidel. <laughs> Idle. <laughs> Idle was the word. Like dreidel. It does look like a little dreidel. Though. Yeah. You're developing spilkish and you can act a zoink. All right. So uh, uh, this week's new releases. All right. <laughs> nice one. We're firing on all cylinders. All right. Do you mind if I have a go at new releases? Have a go. You guys shunned me the other day. Shun. So. Ooh, such a harsh word. But appropriate. Oh, I can, I can smell that salt in the air. Still shunning. <laughs> so, Shunza. for new releases this week, we're going to start off with a game called The Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 2, available on PS3 and Vita, out September 6. At the elite Thor's Military Academy, Erebonius, best and brightest, learn everything from the art of war to liberal arts. Uh, Fucking awesome game say? already. This sounds great. Reen Schwatzer, a new student, learns that he's been selected as a member of the newly minted Class 7, made up of students from both noble and commoner backgrounds. Class 7 has no shortage of issues to overcome, but Reen and his classmates will have to work past their differences and hone their skills because they'll need more than just top marks to make the grade... They'll need to safeguard their country from those who plunge it into war. <laughs> Sounds right. pretty intense, like a, maybe a, an RPG? What do you guys reckon? I'm yeah. definitely not going to pony up some dollars on that one. Sounds like uh, Final Fantasy. It kind of seems, like, seems like uh, Valkyria Chronicles without the action. <laughs> it's Reen Schwarzer is quite the name, yeah. though. Reen Schwarzer. All right, what else you got? We've got uh, The Tomorrow Children, available on PS4, September 6th. A disastrous experiment has melted humanity's consciousness into a dismal mass known as the Void. And only you, brave citizen, can journey into the large... <gasps> you thought I was going to... You thought I was going to do it. See, this is... Brendan wrote a swear at that exact point. <sighs> and it rhymes with schmischmeiner. All it's, right. not a swear. it's not a swear. It's a beautiful thing, <laughs> it but it's, beautiful, it's yeah. definitely not what was in the description. Brother, that gives you life. That's, that's the most beautiful thing in the world. Yeah. But uh, and recover what's left to rebuild the human. He's just salty that I'm fucking better him at this and slang at him at this. Um, <laughs> you struggled on that first one. I thought I needed to pass you some reading glasses. <laughs> <for> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who said that? Um, did you did you mess with the name on this one? Because <laughs> no, that's exactly what it's called. I don't know if you want to read that whole. Sounds thing. like something I'd order in Ashfield. Um, Tuhuo Genso Rondo, 
Bullet Ballet on PS4 September 6th. Somewhere in Japan, the great Hakure barrier separates the Gensokyo from the rest of the world. This is now awesome because this is a true <laughs> test. You have to read all of it. <laughs> Although it has no ocean, it contains an underground world called Hell. <laughs> Seems pretty On the inventive. nose. Yeah. Um, and a world in the sky above called Heaven. Mm. It Original. Is, it, yeah, it's right there, isn't it? It is said that <laughs> things that have been forgotten by the outside world as well as... You're making me laugh now. Shut up. No, I, just think, <laughs> I, I, like this idea, no, I like this idea that like in this world, the people who live in the underground, they're like, yep, well, I guess this has got to be hell. Yeah. So they're like, all just go with it. And then upstairs, you've got the snooty snubs like oh. li- living in the upstairs world. And they're like, no, yeah, this is heaven. So it is said that these things have been forgotten by the outside world, as well as living things that have gone extinct, find their way into Gensokyo. In this world of abundant nature which has not been sullied by industrialization, humans and yokais live together, though not peacefully. And disputes are always erupting. The yokais are always causing incidents that stir up all of Gensokyo. Is this not sound like yokai watch? Like This sounds nothing like that, yokai watch. No, but <clears throat> you've got... You've got they just called those things yokais. Yeah, but that's probably like a Japanese word it for is, like it's, spirit. It is. It's, that's it's exactly like what it is. Kaiju. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> to resolve these issues, they have implemented spell card rules, also known as playing Danmaku. <laughs> what the fuck? Which allows humans and yokais to fight against each other fairly. Okay, so you've, you know, you're going to play card games to sort out. Yeah, right. Okay. All right. If only well, the world was that simple. Uh, Sam would be, I don't know, president of the world by now. What? <laughs> what? Uh, so we've got so, awesome noughts assemble on yeah. Xbox One September seven. The year is three thousand five hundred and eighty seven. Conflict spans the stars as huge robot armies are locked in an enduring stalemate. In their bid for galactic supremacy, they call upon the most powerful group of mercenaries in the universe, the Awesome Noughts. <laughs> awesome Noughts Assemble is a MOBA fitted into the form of an accessible three on three action platformer. Head out to the online battlefields together with your friends as an online party or in a local split screen and never worry about having to wait for an online match because of drop-in matchmaking. Exclamation point. Yeah, I think I pointed that. Yeah, nice. Ocean Horn, Monster of the Uncharted Seas. Sounds like an innuendo. It's on PS4. It comes out September 7. Ocean Horn, Monster of Uncharted Take that from the top. I like how I like how, <laughs> I like how the one time you don't get it's not that you don't do it, it's that you don't get to do it. You're like a pissy little tantrum drawing child. Obfuscating Reese. Oh. <sighs> okay. I just farted, that's all. We're back in the Oh room. yeah, because you know we all do that during the podcast. We're going back in ready? A bit more class than that. <laughs> Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Oh. <laughs> I have to go home. You joke on that. Three. Fuck, two, I have to go home. One. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I can do it. I'm going. Ocean Horn. You got this. Monster of Uncharted Seas combines 
captivating storytelling, breathtaking 3D visuals, and exciting gameplay into an epic action-adventure experience. In the game, you explore the islands of uncharted seas, a world filled with many dangers, puzzles, and secrets. That sounds good. It sounds like a rip-off of that Panzer Dragoon. Ebzu or whatever that came out the other day, the diving one. Oh, the Echo the Dolphin <coughs> rip-off. Yeah. I was thinking Panzer Dragoon, but uh, I think I'm probably a little bit off. Mm. Panzer Dragoon, by the way, sick game. Sega Saturn. Still got an OG copy. Anyway. Um, <laughs> For free. <laughs> <laughs> yes Yes <laughs> Unbox on PC September 7 Again another innuendo Unbox is a 90 style 3D platformer About the ultimate postal service Self-delivering cardboard boxes Unbox has giant worlds Full of challenges Collectibles And boxy boss battles Wow They've made a game out of boxes What'll mm. they think of next? Do you think Ironically, the game doesn't come in a box. If you oh, that would be pretty funny. That would be pretty just funny. the disc. That's pretty funny. Yeah. No, I, you know what? I'd play Unbox. I reckon it'd be pretty funny. Phoenix Wright, yeah, my boy. Ace Attorney, Spirit of Justice, available of course on 3DS. September eight. Meet Phoenix Wright, the rookie defense lawyer, new to the scene with the wildest cross-examination skills in town. Take on five intriguing cases to reveal dramatic. Stunning and even comical court proceedings. Ha! Love me some Phoenix Wright. If you've never played a Phoenix Wright game and you own a 3DS, it is a must-have title. There is nothing else like it available on the market. It's fantastic. I've never touched an Ace Attorney game, but you speak of them very, very highly. Yeah, because it's uh, it's like <coughs> Professor Layton. You know, you using your brain, and there's actually a crossover game with Phoenix Wright and Professor Layton. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. It's real good. It's a good Friday night in. Real nice, real nice, real nice. The next one doesn't have a synopsis because you know about it and you're going yeah, to be playing it. Yeah, so. and I'm going to be doing a little bit of a review for 8-Bit, so keep an eye out for it. It's Steins Gate on PC, available September 8. Uh, it's obviously based on the anime. I'm not too kind of sure what kind of game it is. I'm yet to, to rip it out. It's on stalled. It's ready to go, so you'll see my review of that quite soon. But check it out. If you're a big fan of the anime, you probably know all about it. It comes out since, uh, September 8, I believe. Steam? Steam. Has that one? Yeah. yeah. Stardust. Stardust Circus. Remember that? I do. <laughs> Stardust Galaxy Warriors. Stellar Climax. What is it with these uh, these innuendos today? They're going, going nuts. Um, Xbox One, PS4. September... Nine. Nine? Don't know why there's a Q in there. There's a Q there. I'm Ron Burgundy. Um, <laughs> Stardust Galaxy Warriors is a fast-paced one-to-four player couch co-op action shooter combining shump slash brawler gameplay with RPG elements. I think it's meant to be shoot 'em up The shmup. I'm going to see if shump means anything. Sh- shump. That's, that's I think my it's word. shoot 'em up. Hashtag shump no, is no, our official. Right, there you go. It's our new hashtag, shump. But yeah, it stands for shoot 'em ups All right, so shoot 'em up. Brawler gameplay with RPG elements. Man, I'll play this. Choose your game mode. Settings. Mechs. Oh, you sold me. Mechs. Weapons and upgrades to customize your experience. Soar through space, defeat evil, and save the future. This sounds like it could be one of those Gallagher ripoffs, though. So, if it is, not keen. Elder Scrolls Online Gold Edition Xbox One PS4 September 9. Uh, classic. We know about it. We know about it. Classic game. Never played it. Get onto it. It's the Elder Scrolls MOBA. They're packaging all the DLC that they've rolled out to date into the game. You can buy it. MMO. 
Yeah, that's the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. MMO, sorry. I was starting to question what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Good nice. game. Fell, fell flat they for them, sadly. Have, yeah, they don't have much uh, much of an active mm. active player base, do they? Yeah, I haven't touched that game in probably six months. Poor guys. Mm. That said, okay. I haven't touched Destiny in six months. Elder Scrolls either. online. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I, yeah. that's yeah, one of those things, isn't yeah. it? So it's Bethesda's MMO. All right, last one. Iron Fish on PC, September twelve. Iron Fish is a psychological deep sea thriller. There you go, Brendan. Did you watch that movie with Blake Lively? Uh, that challenges players to navigate the dangers that lurk at the bottom of the ocean. It's rubbish. Um, <laughs> as in physically, that's the danger that lurks at the bottom. Oh, it's rubbish. Boots and yeah. car wreckages. Coke cans, telling you. Where humans no longer have the upper hand. Discover what lies mm, forgotten in the abyss. Play as series. I'd Ad- say series. Series. Ceres. C-E-R-Y-S. I'd say Ceres. Okay, we've got three different names there. Anyway, it's a terrible name to use because no one knows how to pronounce it. (laughs) A deep sea investigator for an elite British naval group and use her state-of-the-art government-funded equipment. Is that necessarily to know government-funded? Yeah, Do I tax, care? Well, because it's coming out of the taxpayer's pocket. So now I've so got they... an element of guilt, you know. My guilt meter has gone up. Well, to submerge yeah. as far as we can go. Well, you won't break it. You won't waste it. But that's seven sure. miles under the surface is dangerous territory for humans, especially when only 5% of the Earth's oceans have been explored so far. Yeah. Yeah. Now... Iron Fish, I reckon a certain type of gamer would have some fun with that. Someone that plays stuff like uh, <clears throat> Room 48 or whatever that game was on uh, DS. It was like a murder mystery game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great game actually. <clears throat> Soul Shader Graphics. It was the only game that asked you to use your DS upright like a book because the investigator uses a book. For most of the game I see there you go. Okay. <clears throat> Dropping that fire today Great game yeah. Anyway Iron Fish Yeah if you're into mystery games Sounds mm-hmm. like it'd be something for you Guys what do you think You'd be dropping your dollars on I'm throwing my 8 bits onto Ace Attorney Just because you've talked it up For so long Good I need man. to try it With Good. my 8 bit coins Good man I'm going to go Awesome Nords Assemble I think that's going to be A fun game to play With a couple of buddies uh, I just need to find two Somewhere <laughs> <laughs> What was the one That we said had Uh Beat 'em up and RPG elements. And the shmup? Ah, uh, yeah. Stardust Galaxy Warriors. I reckon if that's not a Gallagher ripoff, I'd give that a go. Because in my head, that sounds pretty awesome. But I don't know. These spiels, they tend to be a little bit... Vague? Well, talking up better than what they actually are. Yeah. I suppose that's the point. All games are great, Reese. Are they? Nah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say You just recorded yourself saying that You know what else is not great apparently Based off reviews that I've been reading and watching oh, I think I can have a wild guess Yoga Horses Which is coming out to the cinemas This week September the 8th Do you know much about this? Yeah it's the final of the Like his, you his know trilogy the, the trilogy So it ties into Tusk Tusk and the first one before that Was like Red Yeah it's called Red State Kevin Smith Red State yeah oh, Kevin Smith's shit Yeah Red State was Pretty poo. Tusk was poo, but had some interesting elements. But this yoga hoses looks shit out. Clerks was amazing, and then everything <clears> afterwards has been Clerks bad. was not amazing. Clerks, Clerks, was, was, Clerks amazing. was amazing. I hated it. Absolutely yeah. hated it. It was. It is regarded very highly. Yes, and I don't know why. 
it's because it's a different kind of filmmaking and it was very new at the time. It was like 1990, I want to say seven. And it's it, got a very waffling script that tends to lead nowhere and be anticlimactic. But it's commentary of what life's like for a early 20s individual in the 1990s. And I think that was one very, very, very small slice of what that has to offer. I think it was yeah. so closed. I don't know. Just me. Not not a film that I like. I, I don't mind it Kevin. It hasn't aged well. I saw it recently. I like Kevin Smith as a person. I enjoy his humor and he's <coughs> like a bit of a dude. And I kind of like his podcasts. And, you know, he's he's got an amazing knowledge of Star Wars and Batman. I mean, his dedication to mm. Batman alone. Well, comic book man's that other show he's in. Yeah. But, I mean, his dedication just to Batman is um, incredible and deserves credit. But, um, yeah. Does it? I yeah. don't know. I'd wager like he did Clerks and then he never grew up. I like Clerks too. I like more rats. Nah. nah. Mm, whatever. You know, really like? you're going to tell me Chasing Amy was a good film. That no, was terrible. Yeah. Well, right. Bad Dogma. Mm. Dogma was all right. Mm. Dogma was all right. Dogma was all right. Dogma was all right. Mm. You know what else all right? What's that? Oz Comic Con. It's in oh. Sydney this weekend. Is that all right, is it? Were we supposed to go to that? It's next weekend. <laughs> oh. We could still go. Maybe. Yeah. September 10th through 11th at the Glebe Island here in Sydney. There's a whole host of uh, guests that have been announced. A couple of notable, notable ones. I won't rattle through them all. But uh, Daniel Portman, who plays Pod in Game of Thrones. That's a weird one. Uh, Charles Martinet, who is the voice actor of Mario. That's a good one. Like from the Super Mario Brothers games. Oh, imagine everyone all day. Do the voice. Do yeah. the voice. His whole life. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Robert England, who plays Freddy Krueger, obviously, and every other bad guy in every 80s slasher, slasher. That is slasher. one guy that you want to make sure you want to go out and see mm. because he is an institution. Carl Urban. Pop culture. He yeah. was in Doom. He was in that uh, Being Human, I think, was the one series that got canned where he's a, it's like a buddy cop film set in the future a show set in the future and he's got a cyborg partner Katie Sackhoff's in it who's buddy Battlefield Galactica right mm, no idea I think she was like the the siren in that ton of comic book artists um, Aaron Ashmore's in there who is in Killjoys whose brother Sean Ashmore is Iceman and also the lead in Quantum Break and there's a heap of other actors that probably a lot of people know but I personally do not so <laughs> I'm sure they're great but oh, yeah, 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 I don't yeah. personally know Take any. my word for it Yeah Well I don't know Any of their material If I was to look at them I can't go Oh I know her or him Yeah you don't this. know Their show real They just look like Like their character photos From Home and Away Or something So I'm sure They're doing some good stuff You know we belong together Hold me in your arms Up, up at Palm Beach there Don't let me go mm. North Palmy North Palmy bro have, have they got like Anyone who's not white On that show yet <gasps> Are they like aged, like gotten with the times yet? Wasn't that kid from the offshoot of the Big Arlo on that? that sure. No, the Cool Room, wasn't it? Yeah, and they had that. I'm yeah, really pretty sure, sure he was on it. Corbin Blue. I don't pretty know. Pretty sure that was his name. <laughs> yeah. It mm. sounds like cheese and cheese. Like yeah. Corbin Blue. Cor- Corbin Blue, that was his name. Mm. He was in Blue. High School Musical. I don't know. I, oh. could be, I could be thinking of a different guy. Wow. Yeah, you might be. I'm pretty sure I am. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I saw that be. kid in two films. I saw him in High School Musical and then like a High School Musical ripoff where he was a basketballer. And that was it. Oh, yeah. Low School Musical. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where's that mailbag lick? It's, you got uh, that bite? It's right here, big boy. We got an interesting letter that came through this week that I want to 
dive into, get your opinions. <laughs> please play. Well, I'm. Pr- I'm <laughs> please play, <laughs> please play the headlines. <laughs> no, no, no. Because from what I hear, you've got mail. Yeah, let's see. Mm. That's right. It worked. All right, grammatically too. <clears throat> so we got we got ourselves an email during the week that I wanted to. Uh, you know, bring to the bring to the forefront here. So it's to the hungry gamers. Big fan of the show and have been listening since episode twelve. Intro to retro. That was Dusty's debut episode. There you go. So maybe maybe he was hunting for some retro pods. Who knows? Yeah, maybe he's just an absolute legend. Yeah. So he found us at episode twelve. He's still here. Hopefully after episode thirty-one, which yeah. is fantastic. So really enjoy the show and the dynamic you all have going with the recent influx of geeky nerd culture-based shows. Invading our television screens, in brackets, Big Bang Theory, Silicon Valley, the IT crowd, comic book men, etc., etc. Do you think we will see a video game-themed sitcom developed over the coming years? What, con- what concept do you think would work, or what would you like to see if they were ed- to end up on Netflix or the equivalent station? Writing you all the way from Canada, forever hungry, Stephen Bell. Hey! So much love out there to the Canadians. Yeah. Um, there was one... There was a web series from Felicia Day called The Guild. Okay. And it followed like... Oh, that's true, yeah. Followed her guild members in mm-hmm. real life. It's supposed to be like a WoW ripoff sort of thing, wasn't it? Well, it was about WoW. Yeah. And it was sort of her experiences being in a um, like a full-on WoW vanilla guild. Yeah. Which, you know, takes it really seriously and stuff. And it was a comical look at how a guild yeah. operates. I think... Um, um, which was okay. I think what our friend is talking about is something more sort of based around an actual video game, mm. right? Uh, <coughs> well, what is, wait, what is that? I, <laughs> it's I, based around... I, I based sort around of... No, but that's more about the culture mm. around online gaming. But I think, like, if you... It was about, wow, the game. I, I thought, like... And he mentioned it. I thought, you know, he mentioned Silicon Valley. Maybe it could be based around... You know, an awkward group of game developers or whatever that have, have come up with okay. this Ubute little indie title trying to find their way up, yeah, something like I'm that. So we're pretty much rehashing <laughs> Silicon sort of like, Valley. Yeah, sort of like Silicon Valley. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. another one I thought of was, um, remember that movie Grandma's Boy? Oh, love that movie. Where they were game testing that, that one he came up with. Um, that guy, yeah. that weird guy. <laughs> I love him. I, so I, I think in this day and age, it has a better chance now than any two you know, potentially see the light of day and be successful potentially, depending on dynamic and casting and things. Yeah. Just because there is such, it's not oversaturated yet, but there is a heavy dose of that nerd culture dynamic on mainstream television these days. Well, not even mainstream. Like you've got companies like CISO and Fullscreen, which are um, streaming services. CISO in particular is uh, playing host to a lot of different nerdy, type shows like uh, Harmon Quest and stuff like that. CISO is the <clears throat> comedy one, isn't it? Yeah. So I think uh, if there's going to be a video game, I reckon it'd be an indie title and I think it would come out uh, on one of those type of services. But I definitely think there is merit in there for a, for a you know, video game yeah. based TV show. You see, but like, all right. So just looking at his list here, Big Bang Theory and the IT crowd or the it crowd. I haven't seen Comic Book Man. I don't know too the much about crowd. it. It's but like, it's well, not that's the what best. It, Comic Book Man isn't but, the best. But you look at like Big Bang Theory and in, in, in the It crowd. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> like those are two shows that are not for gamers or for nerds. They're for everyone else to take the piss out of geek culture. Somewhat, that's yeah. really That's really what they are. Like, I don't know many people that watch Big Bang Theory, but my mum loves it. And she gets all the jokes. And the jokes are about how like insufferable these nerds are. So I don't really... 
I don't really know that I want to see one. Big Bang like Theory them? is the writing on the wall. It's the downfall of civilization. It's the I end love of the how world. Much you what do you mean? Oh, okay, right. Passion. No, it's just like it's just another two and a half men. That's it's, all it is. Yeah, but it's like I don't even not like it. It just makes me upset. I just I can't. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like whereas like Silicon Valley feels more to me like one that is for the nerds, where mm. um, it's sort of it's full of like inside jokes almost that you'd only get if you understood and it's also very geek culture like so true to life you know lots of things happen in it that are true to life it's based on uh, I don't know who but it's based on someone's experiences working in Silicon Valley and startups so yeah pro- probably there's a lot of you know it's grounded in a lot of reality but like something along those lines I'd be happy to see maybe not unlike what you were describing earlier Brendan about mm. uh, a Silicon Valley-esque uh, mm. roof off yeah just don't take piss out of it well there was a, a might, reality show it. about video games remember that no there was it was one it was kind I of believe it, would be. yeah, it was believe it was like uh, you know like one of those cheap sort of uh, cake boss you know cupcake <laughs> who's got the best cupcakes <laughs> or whatever those shows are I'm the cake boss yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they uh, they live in the, the apartment and they do different gaming challenges oh, I remember shout out to one, Paul yeah. F. Tompkins yeah yeah, yeah yeah and they're all different ga- types of games one yeah. guy was like an expert guitar hero. Yeah. <laughs> One girl was like amazing at racing games. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah and they, it was called like ultimate gamer. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they won like five grand. Some ridiculous thing. They're off work for six months to yeah. make five grand. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Shoot us an idea. Maybe we'll take it. What about Nintendo Game Master? Is that yeah. what it was called? The cartoon? I don't know. I just keep thinking back to that show Time Out. Remember the afternoon kids yeah, show yeah, yeah. Time Out where they, and they the run end, off the thing. But at the end, they had to challenge each other on either um, Mario Kart or no, Nigel Mansell's thinking, racing. You're thinking of amazing. Oh, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. That's the one I'm thinking of. Amazing. And they had to get the keys. That was the one yeah, with yeah. the keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the I, was so, I always wanted to go yeah. on that show because yeah. I thought I'd nail it. They were always goddamn Sydney schools that they came from. They were so envious. Yeah, and I lived in Sydney and I was like, when's our school going to go? I'm ready. I've been training for this. Like, <laughs> no, nah, they would have picked them. Yeah, that show was a cracker. Bring that back. They would have picked some yeah. cool kid. Mm. You, you would have went. Nah, no way. With your long hair. No way. No way at all. But yeah. Thanks, Stephen Bell. Yeah, and, and thanks for, for taking the time to drop us a mail all the way from Canada. Yeah. Much nice, appreciated. Man. Much yeah. appreciated. If you do want to hit us up on the Twitters, on the emails, whatever, at We Are 8-Bit, on the Twitters, on the Facebooks, on the Instagrams, Send me some on poutine. the YouTubes, send Kerbo some poutine. And, uh, and a beaver tail. And a beaver tail. And hit us up at email, thehungrygamers at 8bit.net. There if you go. want to shoot us some questions. Also, a quick thank you to uh, Chuck Fresh for that little intro hook there. You know, he did that little two-second Hungry Gamers intro that we rolled out there. He just sent that in. That is That's, still going. That just that just hit the inbox. He obviously listens to the show. So, man, Chuck Fresh. Yeah. We love bit your of a stuff, dude. man. And if you, bit if, of a dude. If you need some voiceover work done, hit him up. Do we know? I think it's chuckfresh.com. There you go, Here's man. his name. Man, what and a his dude. website. Love it. Yeah, so that that's still going. We're gonna we're gonna roll it out for this month and we'll announce a winner at the end of this month to see if you wanna give some free swag away, Reese. There you go. Swag. Yeah. No he doesn't. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get I get some shit away. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? What do well, you I tried tried to give stuff away before, no one cared. Oh. <laughs> still got still got a few copies of uh, Western Press. If you want one, just tell me and I will <laughs> give it to you. You don't even have to do anything. It's a shame because it's a good game. I know. It's mm. a great game. I was playing it on Saturday night. Like, mm. come on. Awesome. Nice. All right. So, boys. I think that's an episode. 
Yeah, man. Where can we all be found? Uh, fried Reese, Turbo Kerbo underscore on the Instagrammies. Inst- Instagrammies. At 8BitSam uh, on Twitter. Mm. We At Brendan 8Bit. Thought you'd get a bit of a supersized episode this week because we missed out on the Saturday. Yeah. But uh, much love. We'll see you in a couple of days. Can't Stay wait. hungry. Can't wait for Kerbo Quest. Ooh. Oh, yeah, we're on TuneIn as well. Check us out there. <laughs> You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, an exclusive podcast from 8-Bit. Be sure to check out 8-Bit.net for all your video game and pop culture-related needs. Additional Hungry Gamers episodes can be found on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. While you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls. <laughs>